Hi everyone, I'm Travis Pepper and welcome to Mentoring a Moron. Each week, my moron and I review and recommend things to watch, read, listen to and be inspired by. We do have a limited capacity for seriousness, so sometimes structure goes out the door, like in this week where we find out how Luke got ice gems in his pants and discuss my identity crisis. But we pull it all together just enough to talk about conspiracy, history's greatest plots, collusions and cover-ups by Charlotte Grieg, and Russell Brand's stand-up, The Messiah Complex. So sit back, relax, and I leave you now with the super supple voices of the Travis Tones. You sometimes feel like a moron Don't worry, we've got one too Because we're not that clever But we make it all up With our can-do attitude So if you like a bit of banter With me and this old wanker We've got just the thing for you We've got lots of content and it won't make sense. It's the Travis Pepper Show. Meredith! Meredith, Meredith! Shit myself! Shit myself! Yeah, this that's is, cool. This is a that's public cool, service cool, announcement. Cool. Luke Pitkin has shed himself. <clears throat> Excuse me, well, sir. Um, do you know, Travis, the, uh, the word of the podcast today is energy. Energy. Bring in energy today, man. Okay. Last last week, I was a little bit of a mopey shit, and I was sad that I wasn't sitting with you, and I was like, Luke, you got to pull oh, yourself right. together. You've been through bigger breakups than this before. <laughs> You've dealt with harder things in life. Get over yourself. Pull yourself together, <laughs> and bring yourself back for the listeners. So I'm here. I'm oh, here. mate. I'm Just for the fresh. listeners. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for the listeners, man. So we're going to bring energy this week, Travis. That is That's good. The word, the word of the podcast. We should have one every week. And this week's Do word we? is energy. <laughs> E-N-E-R-G-Y. Energy. You're so glad that you didn't That's fuck what? that up. I saw that in your face. Just there, just like, E-N, right, you started. You've got to carry on. <laughs> just a couple more letters oh, left. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you for that. Well... Yeah, thanks, man. And I, uh, you know, have to live up to my moron title. Although we should actually say that we've, um, this is, this is going to link to me not being a moron because I got the chief of quality control to review the episode we recorded yesterday. Right. And he actually turned around and said that I was more structured and I was more of the organized leader. Yeah. In that episode. Yeah, you were. were. So. Suck it and see, little man. That's all right. Um, but f- for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, I will just quickly tell you, yesterday, Travis and I re-recorded episode one, season one. The very first episode, Who is Travis Pepper, has been re-recorded and re-uploaded to Spotify, Apple, Google, all those wonderful places. And the reason that we did it is because we felt like episode one was dog shit and <laughs> we wanted something that in- introduced us in a bit more of a succinct, quick simple manner yeah in all seriousness so, looking back though as i you know did you you've listened to some more of season one now after after we were recorded at least one one episode yo. and the difference well, is it rolls on doesn't it the difference is crazy like how much better we've become i think at least um all right fucking hell blowing your own trumpet do you want me to give you a minute while you guys suck yourself off in the corner no, it, <laughs> i mean it doesn't take much to get better than, you know, <laughs> what was there at the very <laughs> beginning. 
how crap we were yeah 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 no it's true it is true and 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 do you know what the weird thing was when i was listening back to episode two yeah we can't even have basic comp not yeah base episode two of season one we can't even have basic conversation. We're like talking over each other the whole time. We're responding to the wrong bits. It's just like, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> it's like, with the basic conversation is a struggle. Um, Which is kind of needed in, for a podcast where we're having a conversation, yeah. is it not? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I found yeah, myself, yeah. conversation. when I'm looking at the audio after we've done a podcast, I'm looking at the, um, the, the chunks of audio where, you know, you can easily see that one of us has spoken for quite a while and i always look at my ones and i and, uh, and i would go i remember getting to the end of that and thinking oh fuck i think i've forgotten what i was going the point i was getting to uh i'm really running out of things to say right now i really hope luke uh, chimes in oh he's chimed in brilliant oh over, <laughs> over to you sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it, we are we are getting we are getting much much better at that um what was i gonna say oh yeah so i was talking about this new episode so to all of those people that um that do pass it on to friends and family and i don't know what else you've got in categories there friends and family the people you know um thank you but you can now direct them to episode one season one because i think it will give them a good intro um to the podcast yeah so thank you yeah which all our biggest fans leads me on Leads me on quite nicely to say we've had awesome feedback. Yeah, this week this is this has been what you've called the week of feedback. I think the I think week of feedback. Almost almost every day I got a little message off you with a screenshot saying, "Oh, someone else, someone else has sent something." I know. So uh, I know, right? It's not doing. It was nice. It's it's not it's not good for our for our egos. This is going to go to our heads. Like we've already tried to change. Oh, massively. Ma- you went robotic there. Sorry, mate. I lost you there again. We, um, yeah, Zoom, I just I tried Zoom's to open up an in internet us. page and it all went to shit. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I've got yeah, you we, now. I, yeah, I, we were challenging Joe Rogan at the end of uh, season one and uh, we're going to be even better, even bigger, you know, now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold your breath on that, mate. But we're trying our best. And like, there was so much decent feedback that was coming back last week. It was awesome. Um, I've actually made little notes in my Peter Rabbit notebook. Look, I've got a little rabbit. Oh, see it? How long have you had that? How long have you had a Peter Rabbit notebook for? Uh, Since I was three. That's how many notes I made through school. (laughs) 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 I'm still on the same notebook that I was bought. (laughs) You know how when when people keep, uh, if they keep a journal, it's maybe like, each each page is a day or something like that and it's just yeah. like today dear diary today yours is like a sentence or just like one line at the top so dear diary I today like cheese I, today <laughs> i saw a flower <laughs> that'd be a good day for me to be fair be a nice um, day n- no this book so this peter rabbit notebook that i've got my hands on actually the um what's the word origin the origin of this book mm-hmm. is that when i went and sat on your friend's rabbit my mum thought it would be really funny for to buy me a Peter Rabbit notebook to make a journal of day by day what my day was like looking after this rabbit. Which um, so it must be full just from all of that excitement that you had during yeah. this rabbit sitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had so much fun. I got to page. <laughs> 
page two. <laughs> <laughs> what did you write? Tell me, tell me what you wrote. <laughs> what? All I've written for day, all I've written for day one is day one. This hasn't gone to plan. I don't think he likes me. And to be honest, I think he's a bit of a prick. <laughs> That's all I've written in day one. <laughs> Which isn't far off what I described your journal entries to be like. <laughs> Do you want to know what day two says? And day two is the last day I wrote in it before I gave up. Day, day, day two says, um, I'm instructed to feed him banana and count his sneezes. I've not been counting his sneezes and he's not eating banana. So day two's also been unsuccessful. And then, <laughs> after, and then after day two, I gave up and then I start talking about work stuff and finance stuff. And, um, and then I started using it for the feedback for the podcast because there was so, um, many people so like we had a mutual connection that we met at Bued that dropped us a message that said yeah. there was another one that passed the message on that said her friend is now listening and binging yeah so people binging. are recommending us to other people yeah. which is brave binging through this stuff um because i get worried I had- introducing you to my friends let alone recommended that they sit and listen to you for an hour and a half <laughs> it's not just me it's you taking the piss out of me so it's easy to say to your friends because you can be like you remember that twat that came to my birthday party i've got a whole podcast based around <laughs> making him look like a twat that, so that's not that's, that. that's not true that's not true that's because the amount of my friends that have come back and said we've already discussed this uh the amount of them that come back and said you're soaking up a load of abuse, mate, in this yeah, podcast. That I, so. I bully him. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, more well. feedback. Um, so then we then I had somebody from college that uh, had listened that mm-hmm. I, I sent you the screenshot to. Um, and then I went to meet. I would call him a client, but he's not a client. He's somebody that I met through work, but he and I would say he's now become more of a friend than really a client. Okay. And I, I met I met him for a beer last week, which is the first time I've been up to London in fucking ages. And um, as soon as I sat sat down, the first thing he said to me was, "How did you not know that Scotch eggs had pork in them?" You fucking moron. And I was like, hi, you listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. But he but he went into real depth, right? He was like, it's funny. Um, he was like, it gives me two like two hours of content because I'll listen to what you guys talk about, but then I'll go and listen to the content or watch it or like so not only am I getting the content of yeah. listening to you guys, I get the content of picking something on Netflix that I know is worth watching because you sit and you're like, what do I watch on Netflix? What do I listen to? What bands do I listen to? And he was like, you give me the hour of the podcast, but then it gives me content to dive straight into. I was like, that's really interesting nice. um, bit of feedback. Wait, he said that's that's nailed- basically the idea. That, that, yeah, he's, that's he's, what we're he, trying to do, right? <laughs> he's, he's our target audience. Everyone else is just yeah. listening and going, oh God, but he's actually taking the time to uh, check out the stuff. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he said we've nailed the image, um, like the uh, the the the, the thumbnail with yeah, yeah. me in the hat. Yeah. And so, shout out to Queen of Sneaks for sorting that, that together. That wasn't ours. He made a really interesting comment on the jingle as well, right? Which made me smile. He said about the jingle, um, he was like, the jingle is 
better than something basic and average but it's not good enough to be professional. So, like, it suits the podcast really well because <laughs> it's better than average, but it's not professional. <laughs> and it's not slick. So he was like, you've nailed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was the intent behind that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, like, he like dived into it. Um, and then, so we've had all that feedback. And then I looked at the stats and we're now being listened to in 21 countries. Do you know what? Most of them, like, have got more than one listen as well. Because um, yeah. when we, I, I had a look and when you were doing the Tinder thing, it was 12. So it's gone from 12 to 21, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. I don't know how that's happened, whether you're still, like, touching people up on Tinder or whether that's just organic. But it's been... Uh, organic uh, Tinder touching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but mm. the feedback from last week was a very positive part of my week um and then you also found out that you people can donate yeah, testicles i did find that out where did i get that from i i don't know where that fact may well it looks like the picture you sent me it looks like you've this has come up in your recommended on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I think it did. I, th- I think it came up as a recommended advert on like Instagram, Facebook or something that you can, what was it? You can donate a testicle, testicle. and get 35 grand. Yeah, $35,000 to donate a testicle. And so... Uh, do, do, do you reckon we could get like a conga line going of like, if I donated one to you and then you donated one to Shelford and then Shelford donated one to the chief of quality control and then he donated one to your sister and then like we just passed them down the line we're getting 35 grand a time we could get a decent holiday or something we could all go away at christmas are you, are you proposing a testicle pyramid scheme yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll give you my testicle. All you've got to do is find three other people who you can give testicle. You can get testicles yeah. off. That, and, then, and, then we can, and then we can make 35 grand a pop passing testicles around. That would be, that would be pretty good. Who would, if you could have a testicle off one of us, whose testicle would you want and why? One of us. Yeah. One of us. One, one, of, us, of, us, one, one of us. One of us. I I would I would I would take your your special your spe- your spectacle. You take my <laughs> special one, well the little one. Yeah, yeah. I who did I show that to recently? Somebody because we were talking about it on the podcast, and somebody asked me to get it out recently. Who asked me to get my bollock out? I can't remember. Um, I have shown somebody. Recently. If you guys listening at home subscribe to our OnlyFans, then uh, you'll actually get to see these <laughs> testicles. <laughs> For a small subscription of five pa- five pounds a month, yeah. So far, we've made two pound fifty on it because <laughs> they only saw one testicle. <laughs> what do you want? The, the the big one for a fiver or the little one for two pound fifty? So we've made two two pound fifty off the back of my bollocks so far, which has been good. Um, oh, so the back of your bollocks, not the not the front of them at all. Ah, well, no, that's just a saying, isn't it? Off the back yeah. of, like, I didn't actually physically I mean, if, mean the front and the back of if, my testicle. If, if you took a picture from the, the side. The, I wouldn't even know what the front and the back of a testicle are. Do you need any more information than that? What do you mean? 
But that, that's what they are. You just you just describe the front of the testicle. It's the front of the testicle. Yeah, but how do you know if the front of the testicle is at the front of the sack? They can twist in the sack, you know? The fronticle and the backticle. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a kid at school. I used to feel really sorry for him because I used to find this nickname hilarious. But I used to go to school with a lad and um, he was in the year above me. I, I wasn't there when this incident happened, but the story goes that he was at a... Um, he was at school sleep. He was at sleepover with some friends from school and he woke up in the morning and he was oh. in agony. Like his bollocks were like absolutely ringing with pain. And he went yeah. to the doctors and um, they he had testicular torsion. So yeah. his bollocks had twisted in his sack. So I guess the backs were facing the front and the fronts were facing the back. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, he he got the nickname. He was branded with the nickname Twisticles Twisty. for <laughs> for the rest of his time. And School was shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here comes Twisticles again. Um, oh man, yeah. I used to find that really funny, mate. Do you know what though? I didn't tell you. Sorry, I've just been rambling on. I said I got energy this week, didn't I? Yeah, I said you do. I've got energy. Um, in the feedback. Right. right. The feedback, I was so into reading the feedback that you sent me, you know, the one from, um, can we say oh, names? Is that a, yeah, you know the one. Nicknames. About, nicknames. Right? I don't know what a nickname is. Okay. We, we know yeah, who we're talking about. Yeah, no one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, this is the incident I was talking to you about yesterday when I pooed myself. So I woke up and <laughs> like you, you'd text me and, um, yeah, here's a question for you, actually. Before I dive into pooing myself, I I because because I think I think people are at home are just going. Wait, did 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 he just say? Is he not going to explain? Is he what? <laughs> well, <laughs> I will I will explain. But I was actually <laughs> yeah. thinking, do you have to have a certain amount of poo in your pants before you've pooed yourself? Is is there an acceptable amount where it's just a little bit of a mistake rather than like a full on I crap myself? Um, no, I think I think not, mate. Sorry, I think if it's there, <laughs> no, no, you don't have to say sorry. Because I, I, I wouldn't call it like pooing myself. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd say that there was like um, it looked like you know. I tell you what it looked like. It looked a little bit, to be fair, like the poo emoji. But like you know, do you remember ice gems? Did you ever have them as a kid in your lunchbox? You know the top oh of an ice gem. <laughs> the top of an ice gem. She, it was. Pr- <laughs> but the but the, 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 the thing was is that I didn't even realise that I'd done it. <laughs> so I. <laughs> so I I <laughs> I got up, and you'd sent me that feedback overnight, and I get up early, so I'd put my phone on airplane mode. I got up and then you sent me this feedback and I was reading it and it was obviously really complimentary and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I, I first thing I do is go to the toilet and because I was reading the feedback, I guess I was really happy. I wasn't concentrating on what I was doing. I got to the toilet and I was still reading the feedback when I sat on the toilet and I looked down and there it was. So like I didn't even realise that I'd done it. And I, I was so into the feedback. I was so chuffed. <laughs> That we've got somebody being complimentary about the podcast. (laughs) I was so relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even. 
I didn't even realize. And then, and then I was kind of shocked. I looked at it in my pants. I was like, how the hell has that got there? Um, and I had to do a clear out job, but then I was just thinking to myself, does that really count? Because it was, you know, it wasn't groundbreaking amounts. It was just, uh, something ground, <laughs> ground passed me by. Yeah. And the only, the only other story I've got for you, I've got stories this week, mate. The only other one I've got is my mole. So I had the mole shave, shaved off the back of my head. Have I oh. told you about this? No. So it's not as exciting as the last story, but basically I had a mole, sent a picture to the doctors and uh, they said, come mole, in. Mole, check out my mole. mole. <laughs> what? Just sent it to him. You weren't asking any questions. You were just like, hey, check it out. Check oh, right, out. yeah. Ch- ch- checking it out. Um, so sent him the mole. They came back and they said, yeah, we're going we're gonna to give this thing the off, right? We're going to eradicate. Oh, just hit the wall. We're going to eradicate um, said mole. So I went down to the doctors and they were like, because it's on the back of your head, the skin is so thin, um, it's really hard to stitch. So they're going to shave it. Because then it's easier, like, because right. then you, obviously you don't have to stitch the skin back up. You just put a plaster over it and they're going to send it off for testing. And then if there's nothing wrong with it, then I just carry on as usual. But if there is, they will come back and I'll, they'll surgically remove this thing. Yeah. So I was like, cool, jumped on the bed. And he was like, I'm now going to stick a needle in the mole and inject you in the side of the head. And I was like, ah. I'm not the manliest of men, but (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean? I was like, I'm not sure I'm up for needle in the mole. And um, to be fair, I was just in my head. I was like, stay calm, be brave. Like you can do this. And uh, yeah, I was fine actually. Like he he injected me in the side of the head. And then from after that, I couldn't feel anything. They whipped this thing off. They put it in a jar I can only describe it as it looked like, um, I'll tell you what it looked like perfectly. It looked like a piece of used chewing gum. You know, when you've got like a little white piece of chewed up chewing. Yeah, that's what it looked like. So they put that into a jar Mm. and shipped it off. So this week, feedback, mole removed, shat myself. How's your week been? (sighs) Been all right in comparison. (laughs) Not too bad. You well, got anything? Well, I mean, um, I, I told you that I, I was out for, for some drinks, met some new people on Friday. And uh, when we swapped details, we swapped Instagrams. And of course, now my ah, Instagram class. name is Travis Pepper Official. Um, I love that. And I really do love that. Yeah, people questioned it and they said, who's, who's Travis Pepper? And I went, I, I am <laughs> Travis Pepper. And so they, some, they started referring to me as Travis Pepper for rest of the evening which was cool it's uh, yeah, it's gonna that, be much <laughs> are you are you let are you are you just letting it take over now i just uh it just happens when it happens when the mood strikes i love it it's more you, would you ever introduce yourself as travis pepper or do you say i'm james and then just let them discover travis pepper oh i never introduce myself i other people introduce me because well, you, know. you can't speak german yet yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Ich, uh, ich, ich bin James really explains that I'm English. Um, ich bin Travis Pepper. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll try it and see what happens. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, when I saw that you changed your Instagram over to Travis Pepper official, 
I was like, dude, that is like, I, I did a little celebratory. Oh, I was I know you were. as excited as the feedback. Yeah, I was like, that's very cool. As soon as I started um, changing it, I was just like, Luke's going to love this. <laughs> what drove you to change it? I uh, just had a moment. And really? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I was, uh, I just uploaded one of the photos from our um, our weekend of, uh, of me dressed in leopard print coat. And I kind of went, mm-hmm. yeah, I am Travis Pepper right now. So I did it. It is time. Yeah, and I was, uh, and uh, I, th- I think I tried to make an alternate account once of, um, oh, it's to take the yeah. mic out of our friend. So our friend has an Instagram account called uh, Cam's Adventure Diaries. Yeah, that's um, correct. Cam's Adventure Diaries. So, so I think we were just like joking about it at one point, and then uh, we made Travis's Adventure. <laughs> Travis is the adventures of Travis Pepper or something. Yeah, basically we tried to do the equivalent, and it was just going to be a crap, like a shitter travel uh, like Instagram. Um, Travis Pepper Travis adventures. Did. Travis Pepper adventures. Zero posts so far. <laughs> I, did, I didn't do anything with it. I got bored so quickly. You got two followers. You got two followers, but zero is it posts. You? Uh, I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> is it you and me? No, it's uh, Queen of Snakes. Oh, I'm not even following it from my other account. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not following it. Queen of Snakes oh. and I follow it. Um, but if you type in Travis into uh, into my Instagram, I don't know about anybody else's. But the first three things I get are Travis Pepper official, Mentor in a Moron podcast, Travis Pepper Adventures. They are the first uh. three accounts I see if I put Travis into my phone. Well, so. go follow us on Instagram, everybody who's listening, because yeah, please do. We feel cool. We're, de- we're we're desperate now. We're at the point where we're yeah. we're desperate. No, we've yes. got some good feedback and we're taking it way too far. <laughs> yeah, we've we've spoken for, you know, 20 minutes, over 20 minutes already on feedback and pooing yourself. Okay, granted mm-hmm. there was a bit more interesting content there with the whole little sugary snack that you found in your pants. Um, nice gem. Yeah. Just like that moment will be on this podcast. Mate, do you know what... I was gen- no, no word of a lie. I was genuinely shocked that it was there because usually you can sense it, can't you? Usually you think I need to do something quick, Tom. I must have been so engrossed in that comment that I was just like, "This is this is great." No clue. <laughs> I'm gonna like, genuinely no genuinely no clue. Like we, d- we don't have time for it now, but I've I've wet myself recently. I'll tell that story sometime. All right. But like when I wet myself, that was two years ago, so I was 27, mm. and. That was a full-on wet myself. Like, that that wasn't like a little bit of dribble in the pants. That was like all sorts of problems. And this wasn't that. This was just a little ice gem. And I don't know how it got there. Anyway, so moving on uh, to what <laughs> we actually... You brought it back up. <laughs> you brought it back up. So we're not doing the jingle this week, right? Because it's already done. It's already done. So... Okay. Cool as, cool as. What are we reviewing first? We've got three things this week. We have yeah. uh, uh, Russell Brand's The Messiah Complex. We have uh-huh. uh, Conspiracy, which is a book on conspiracies. And we also had A Celebration of Endings, the album by Biffy Clyro. Um, yeah. So you had two things. Do we want to do you want to sandwich you? So either side of me. Um, yeah, make a Travis sandwich. Fine. 
Should we do book recommendation first? A, a tram, a tramwich, a tramwich, um, a tramwich. I, mate, do you know what? Like, I'm excited about this because I kind of like conspiracy theories to an extent. So, yeah, okay. I'm keen to. I think we could do a whole episode on this if I'm brutally honest, because right. you could sit. Do you not think? Well, well, we'll find out when we talk about it. I think I might let you speak for more of this. Because um, you don't like it. I, I almost suffered a brain injury from rolling my eyes so much listening to this book. <laughs> really? Interesting. I, was, I, think, I think someone, I was at the gym and someone saw me, with, I was listening on, on my headphones and someone saw me just going, looking so confused, just staring in the mirror, just going, like I just reached some form of disappointing enlightenment. I just kind of okay. gone, what the shit? Um, I'm, I'm not bagging it as like a read to begin with, but just conspiracies in general, it just, they do my nut in quite a lot of the time. And, uh, do you know what's really funny? Like if this was a TV show, this would be a perfect cutscene where you're like in the gym, like rolling your eyes. And then there's the moron, like really enjoying this book. Ah, <laughs> I've ah. never thought about it. <laughs> I now know the truth. Um, you, you, know, you know, I've never, I've never looked at Bin Laden before, but like, I, be, I believe, I believe it. Great. So, yeah. okay. Let's start with this question then. Is there any in there that make you go all? Okay, like, um, I can ooh, okay see wasn't that. wasn't an emotion emotion that I think I think it was kind of more. There were some things in there where I was like, yeah, I could, I could believe that, yeah, that is, that's totally plausible. And this is this okay. is where it kind of sat on the boundary for me with with all these conspiracies. They were either just like, like most of them were like, yeah, could could happen, yeah, mm -hmm. sure. Um, I guess I just wasn't too invested in some of them but you know there's the stuff like the ones the ones that seemed plausible for me are the ones that involve a lot of um kind of government plots as well um okay. and because the way they describe them you know they don't seem that implausible in the sense that stuff like the nine uh, let's say the the 911 uh, one okay. was like a lot of people with so a lot of people started to theorize that it was an inside job of some form or factor. And so what this book mm. does, it lays out all the kind of different things that happened. Um, because yeah. there were, there were four planes. A lot of people forget that, like think there were just two because it was the twin towers, but there were four planes that were involved in this. And there was the one that hit the Pentagon, the two that hit mm -hmm. the towers and the one that mm -hmm. crashed into the desert somewhere. And, um, it goes into stuff saying like, well, this is what the, the general population believed. This is what the story that was spun. And it was that the planes got hijacked. They went into the towers, the towers fell down. Uh, one hit the Pentagon. Luckily it was a wing that wasn't being used that much at the time. And one fell down in the desert. And, uh, what they said was that the, the passengers on the plane found out that they were, you know, um, heading towards somewhere so they they got up and rioted and managed to get the plane out of the air um and sacrifice themselves so they were honored as heroes now lots of people will say like ah oh, you know what happened um the engine wasn't near the plane at this point la di da di da so therefore it couldn't have been a crash was there an explosion was there a bomb on board 
did the USA shoot down one of their own planes? What is it the right idea? And, you know, it starts with that kind of stuff. And then it goes into talking about stuff like, um, oh, was it engineered so that the USA could go to war in Iraq for Afghanistan, oil? wasn't it? Um, Didn't they go into Afghanistan? I, I could got that completely. It wrong was the second second Gulf War, second Gulf War. So this was like two thousand, uh, beginning of the two thousands, just after nine eleven, and it, sure was, it was Afghanistan. I know it was the Afghan pipeline, but um, yeah. that they speak about as well. But yeah, um, anyway. carry on, sir. Yeah, and yeah, so they talk about this, and my opinion on that kind of stuff, um. You've got so many different possibilities and I don't think any of them are like particularly implausible and but I wouldn't know what to comment on. Like there's so little information out there that's available for me that I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to form an opinion on it, like what actually happened. Mm-hmm. But when you've got stuff like... Um, which he talks about later in the book, like uh, was Pearl Harbor deliberately um, uh, executed in order to get the Americas into the world war? Um, the Americas. The Americas. <laughs> so, Go team Americas. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's part of me that goes, I'm not surprised because there are things like, um, you know, the imitation game. Yeah, uh, I've not seen the it. Enigma Code. Um, cabbage Patch, isn't it? Is that his name? Robert yeah, Badonka Donk Cabbage Patch. Um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, that's the one. Yeah. And um, basically, I mean, it's no spoilers, it's history. Um, they they cracked this code, which the Nazis were using to. Um, <laughs> There's no spoilers, it's history. <laughs> <laughs> well, they cracked the code that the Nazis were using, right? And. Yeah. Um, they kind of, they now were like, oh, we know what everyone's talking about. Yeah. But if they started um, reacting to every single Nazi command, then they would cotton on that they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Okay. So they had they had a select amount of people who knew what was going on, and they still sent soldiers to certain places because it need they needed to keep. Even though they knew those soldiers would be caught in a trap, they would die. Uh, they would That's still send weird, them there for for the greater good because they think they could yeah, save others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I would not be surprised if Pe- government knew about Pearl Harbor. Or yeah, if people were willing to sacrifice um, the lives of others for a goal, whether that Maybe. goal is to then save the lives of more, or whether the goal is. I can go and set up an oil company in this country. I don't know, because obviously I don't know these people personally. I haven't met Mr. Bush. Not yet, but maybe when this podcast Mr. gets Bush. big. That sounds uh, like a Mr. Men character. Mr. Mr. Well, Bush. He, to be honest, having seen a lot of his Mr. interviews, Sprout. <laughs> he does seem like a bit of a Mr. Man character anyway. So I think it'd be well, quite to, fun. To jump back to the, because the Twin Towers one is one that always gets me a little bit like, oh, you know, like some of them I'm like, oh my God, this is the biggest load of tripe. But with the Twin, <laughs> but with the Twin Towers one, I must admit there's a little bit of me that goes, mm, is that an inside job? I think like some of the notes I've made, 
Go on. I'd be interested to get your opinion on it. But like, obviously, Towers 1, 2, and 7 of the World Trade Center fell on that day. Mm-hmm. And they are the only steel frame structures in history to collapse due to fire. Um, and building number seven just fell of its own accord, didn't it? It fell a few hours later um, mm-hmm. and nothing ever hit it and it fell down. Um, and that is little things like that, like building number seven. Why is that fallen down without any impact? Because mm. that's a huge coincidence if that's just fallen down. Yeah, well, I don't know the science, so... <laughs> This is why I'm yeah. probably not the best person to read this book because I'm just like, it's just like, oh, this this exploded and landed over here. That's not meant to happen. And I just go, well, I don't know. I'm not the expert. So um, carry on. <laughs> do, yeah. Do, and do that's true because I watched the documentary thing ages ago. I can't even remember what it's called, but Fahrenheit you know, 9 uh, 11. Yeah, that's the one. And I, I have watched that and I can remember one of the things that they say is like, if you, if you close the, sh- the video down, you know, when you see just before the building falls, you can start to see puffs of air come out the side and they say it was a like, um, what's that thing? Controlled detonation. Yeah, demolition. Yeah. And like maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just the weight that was obviously pushing the air out and stuff. But I don't know. That's one that always makes me, building number seven is something that always makes me think what the hell's gone on there because it's not right next to the towers. It's fallen without anything touching it. Mm. If that has just fallen out of its own accord two hours after one of the greatest tragedies that's ever happened and something that we've never seen ever happen again in our lifetimes, that is one hell of a coincidence. If, yeah. the, if, 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 if it's possible that that can happen, it's possible that I can marry Margot Robbie. Like that's, I'm confident. Now I've still got my I'm fingers like, crossed for you, mate. So right. <laughs> if she listens to this and no, figures out the ice gem story, I might kind of scupper my chances a little bit. But, so, oh, um, so you, oh, Luke, you've put, you fought yourself into a corner there because, you, you know, she's, she might find out about you through the podcast, but if she finds out about you through the podcast, then you ruin your chances because she listened to the podcast. Yeah, it's a oh, double edged sword there, isn't it? Damn it. It's like lead, leading, my, leading myself to the slaughter. It's like <laughs> on Chicken Run. Has Edwina been on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Chicken Long in ages. Anyway, anyway, that's a great film. Um, so yeah, the, the Twin Towers is always one that gets me because I can understand it. Um, mm-hmm. I can un- I can understand the mentality of the US government wanting a reason to make a move into Afghanistan for the oil um, to go mm-hmm. to that extreme to sacrifice that number of people to be able to pull that together is is a is a big. You know, someone's, I don't know how that person's sleeping at night if, if that's something that's been organized, but I don't know. The Twin Towers is always one that gets me. Um, mm-hmm. do you know what? Do you know one thing that did make me laugh, right? The Illuminati. This is one. Did you read the Illuminati one? Or uh, yeah, you- yeah, yeah, mate. I read, read all of it. And it's, right. <sighs> this is, this is where the Illuminati was where I reminded myself. And I like to remind other people who, who bring up conspiracy theories. Um, like you're trying to poo poo this story. You're trying to, Dis, dis, uh, um, discredit the main story and like people pick apart the main story and then the picking apart becomes the narrative of their story and you are say that again say that in so, like so, so they, they start picking apart the story bringing out all of yeah. the things that are potentially wrong with it yeah and a lot of people kind of go 
this is my story. And my story is everything that's wrong with the, the, the main story. But then mm-hmm. there can be just as many things wrong with that story as with well. With the conspiracy. So, yeah. yeah so, cool. so this is where it's like, just because one is wrong doesn't mean you're right. And, and, just, yeah, because, yeah. and just because this is wrong doesn't mean your story's correct. But and, that, but and that's with the Illuminati on because they keep saying like because there was no evidence that the Illuminati yes. was there. Yes. Yeah. That's proof yeah. that the Illuminati <laughs> exists. What yeah. the fuck? Oh, that's the bit that cracked me up. It's like I can imagine you and me in an argument, and you're like, "Luke, there is no evidence that the Illuminati exists." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that's how good they are. Like, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're so good that there's not one piece of evidence." And I, I'm with you, mate. I think it's absolute tripe. Like yeah. on that one, I just cracked up. I was like, the fact that people are actually saying there is no evidence of the Illuminati, it proves the Illuminati exist because they're that hidden, is the biggest load of bullshit for everything. And people just think it's like the other thing is they think people think they're responsible for everything. So it's like, so what do the Illuminati do? Everything. It's just like that's another like blanket yeah. answer. Like they're 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 doing everything. So you've yeah. got no evidence. You've got no evidence of the fact that these guys are controlling everything. Yeah, that, that's correct. Um, and that's why they exist. <laughs> and that is why they exist. But things I, I totally fly. get that um, about these, you know, high society clubs. Like if you're a big rich person, you help your friends out. And thing is, if you know big rich people the chances of you becoming big rich are significantly higher. You have contacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, your fr- it's the, the whole thing about like, well, they were friends at school. And it's like, yeah, and one of them might have got a job first and helped the other one out. And then they both owed each other favors. And so that's how they both become successful because they're working each other. Like, yeah. I don't think that is a coincidence. That's a cause. Uh, yeah, and it okay. can help people. So, um, dude, but, I'm gonna but have there's to. something, there's something oh, in the uh, Russell, Russell Brand one that we're going to talk about. Dude, where where that I will tie into this. Before we dive into the next thing, I've got to do something that I often do. Um, oh no! I, yeah, no, you sorry, don't mate. do you? I apologise. I'm really, really sorry. Really sorry. I've had a bad day today. Hang on. <laughs> We thought we were getting really, really good at this. But the only thing holding us back from fame is Luke's bladder. I, I'm pretty sure. And for those of you that aren't watching on video, it was quite nice to see uh, Luke stand up in his shorty shorts with a snotty tissue stuffed up his leg. Um, but I don't know if he's actually listening to me because he... Uh, did he take his headphones off? Because he's got his wireless headphones, so he might be listening to me right now whilst we pee. But in the meantime... Uh, I guess I'll continue talking about the book. So, also in the book, we have um, it goes in. Oh, it goes into the vaccine stuff as well. Um, what else does it do? Does um, uh, aliens, Men in Black stuff, uh, which starts to sound ridiculous. And the thing is, a lot of the things in this book, right? They um. 
they 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 put these as conspiracy theories, but they're actually just like sorry, dude, scientific it's investigation. Ages. It's been ages since I've done that. To be fair, that's all right. I continued talking about the book anyway whilst you were gone. Oh, did you? What are you on now? Wow, I was just saying, I was talking about the science, the aliens and stuff, and I was saying that even though a lot of that, and this comes back to my whole, yes, it can, but I'm not the expert. And this is like, you know, people going like, oh my God, there's life on Mars. And it's like, yeah, scientists have found bacteria. This, this, this isn't a conspiracy. This is, this is scientific investigation that people are currently Mm. doing at the moment. And it's like, there's life on Mars, aliens, built the pyramids, um, humans with the size of giraffes. And it's like, you know, I'm not, not saying you're wrong, but to then poop, like to then point a finger at science and say it's wrong. Science is just correcting itself continuously. So, yeah, you know, I, I think aliens is a really, this is one that I wanted to talk about because I think aliens is a really interesting one. And um, mm-hmm. one of the things that for me, if aliens did exist, like maybe there's life out there, right? Yeah. That is like us that can't travel. But like, if we could travel to other planets and meet other life forms, I'd be like, well, making myself known. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be hiding. Why would aliens hide? That's what I don't understand. What's what? Why aren't they coming to us and saying, Hello. Well, they they discussed this in um, <laughs> Star Trek, actually. So I don't know how much oh, you yeah. know about Star Trek, but Star Trek is the premise is it's the future and Earth is populating the galaxy and uh, they're going around discovering new planets. But the rules they've set is like you can't interfere if a planet's development is earlier on than ours. You can't you can't interact with them. You can't like get involved well, just because they're mo- they're morons basically and they can't cope with it is that what you're saying well you know it, 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 i think one of the movies enters with them accidentally getting caught on a planet and then the primitive life forms start worshiping the shape of the ship that they found and so that right. becomes their new god and it's like i think you know that's the only reason why i think if humans had started doing that then maybe there's some rules well there's precedence there as in 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 that so they they walk them on us but they 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 can't they can't show themselves um because you're not an astronaut you don't qualify because you just got a big gob and you'll just go and give everything (laughs) away (laughs) yeah probably hey i'll be on here next week being like travis guess what i saw in space (laughs) 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 i can't i can't say but it rhymes with (laughs) Serapalian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very it quick. sounds like mailman. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, but the crop circles part of it gets me as well because the crop circles. Um, there, there, there's been nine thousand reported sightings of crop circles, and they're pretty impressive things to like map out so that's interesting you know whether or not they're aliens or not like how the fuck are they getting there that's that's quite i think an interesting yeah um an an interesting thing to ponder and 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 one of the things about it that i thought was quite funny is did you read about doug and dave (laughs) they cracked me up (laughs) need to read about them too Doug and Dave. Oh, the guys that um, uh, took the blame for all of the crop circles. Yeah, or something they, like. they took responsibility for the crop circles. I was like, I, I thought to myself, I was like, that's something we'd do. <laughs> like, Travis, we can claim this. Um, yeah, that was us. Um, yeah, yeah, and they, let's do it. And they, 
And they were disproved by science, right? Because it says that Doug and Dave came forward and they said they'd been responsible for creating these crop circles. But once the formations had been looked at scientifically, it was concluded that they could not be formed by humans because the biological formation of the plants had changed. So the actual biological formation of these plants were changing to create the crop circles, which means that Doug and Dave could not be responsible for doing that. Um, God's sake, Doug and Dave. Yeah, which was interesting. And then the other thing about aliens that I thought was interesting is I didn't realise that The Men in Black was anything but a Will Smith film. That was something I learned. It was a conspiracy before the, the films. Yeah. yeah. And I just thought it was a nice film. Yeah. I didn't realise that The Men in Black film with Will Smith is based on a conspiracy theory about men in black suits that go around and deal with people mm-hmm. after, after an alien sighting. Imagine yeah. that if Will Smith was rocked up, though. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? He's seen a UFO and you and Will Smith in the same day. <laughs> well, if I was an alien that could shapeshift, I'd start using those the shapes of the actual cast of the Men in Black. Definitely. What, uh, what you mean, the aliens? Yeah, if I was if I was an alien and I was like trying to cover stuff yeah. up, I'd start I'd yeah. start taking on, you know, Men in Black suits and stuff like that just to freak people out. Oh, right, you would go for that. I, I, I thought you meant you would shapeshift to the aliens that were in the Men in Black film. Like, oh, no, no, the, no. Shapeshift your, to the, the humans. Okay, okay. Really screwed yeah. But I definitely think, you know, the, the galaxy is, is, is so vast and, um, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson's all over that stuff, isn't he? Mm. I, uh, and Dr. Brian Cox, he's, he's big in the stars, isn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, and when they talk about the size of the galaxy and and obviously we're just such a small part of it, it does make me think there's got to be... Got to be something. There's got to be... An, yeah, there's got to be something else out there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is. Imagine if there is an alternate dimension where there's another Travis Pepper podcast where you're the moron and I'm the smart one mm. in an alternate dimension. Sounds a bit far-fetched, but I don't know, that's, <laughs> that's what parallel dimensions do. <laughs> <laughs> sounds yeah. a bit far-fetched yeah i think that could be i think that could be out there so like um the big ones for me were the twin towers and the alien stuff the yeah. moon landing stuff i just thought was a bit of tripe to be fair i think yeah. when you read when you read about the moon landings science seems that the bit that got me was like the fact that nasa have got rocks from the moon it's like, where have they come from then if they didn't actually get up there? Um, yeah. I, the thing that completely disproved it for me is, like, I, I don't think they actually mentioned this in the book. I think this might be a more recent um, thing, but the lighting wouldn't have been possible at that time um, because, bear in mind, the light source is the sun, and that's so many, 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 many miles away. Um, the direction of your shadows wouldn't have been correct if they used studio lighting because the lighting was too close and therefore the shadows would be more separated uh, and go in slightly different directions but because it was the sun that's interesting the shadows go in the same direction and if they were to recreate that in a studio in the 60s um, they would have needed so many lights that the heat would have killed anyone that was in front of them yeah basically because of the type of lights that they had there that's interesting. To jump back to Mars, I didn't talk about this, but there was a little stat that said 
thought this was interesting to just quickly jump back while we're still in space area um that the european space agency found out that 75 percent of scientists now accept that life has once existed on mars and there's 25 percent of that group that still believe life exists on mars today that's pretty cool isn't it 75 percent mm. of scientists accept that life on mars did once exist yeah but when you say life that's not necessarily civilization yeah, but, but that could be like on, worms right look as a life form that often finds himself getting put down do not put down the life forms on mars <laughs> wow you've suddenly they got a bit like- empathetic jeez <laughs> <laughs> well i know how they feel oh. constantly fighting against the man sorry um, sorry mars worms my but, bad so but but what you're saying is the life on mars could be eradicated with a flash wipe is that what you're saying a flash wipe yeah, because it's bacteria. Isn't that what flash? Isn't that what flash does? It gets rid of bacteria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, basically. Going to but- fight life on Mars with a bottle of flash. Um, the other thing that made me smile as well. Did you read about Hitler? So sorry, I've just got to like get this one in. Um, yeah, the the conspiracy that that Hitler had faked his death. One of the theories was that he travelled to antarctica and resumed his earlier career as an artist (laughs) he was reported painting the frozen landscapes i thought that was hilarious whilst (laughs) whilst waiting for the chance to return to his uh ideology to dominate the world i think was the follow-up just imagine imagine hitler taking a sabbatical to just do some painting for a bit is a fantastic image um but all of that kind of stuff hitler's death the holocaust not being real the jfk assassination elvis presley's death oh um, paul mccartney's one's the one that annoys me the most oh that was the last one in the book why does that annoy you because it's just like paul mccartney and he's still writing he was still writing these songs and it's like just to recreate his face his like we've seen pictures of what happened to people who had plastic surgery in the 60s. It's not good. Is it not? not Who's an example? Good. Just any of these models, a load of the bongos, they all got plastic surgery and it's all kind of, now it looks like something's gone wrong. And Is it's because it? it was early days. And to think that someone surgically recreated the face of Paul McCartney onto another guy who then now had the exact same voice as him, who then... You know, didn't they say he won a lookalike competition? I think in the book it said something along the lines of the guy won a lookalike competition. He won something. He won Um, something. McCartney's the last one, isn't it? The funeral procession. McCartney. I'm sure it said that the geezer won a lookalike. but to you completely recreate his like his vocal style yeah, and everything like that, the it. talent for writing songs, it's like nah, nah, nah. Paul nah. is dead. Paul is dead. Paul is live was his uh, live album after that. The which I thought was cool. Oh. So. <laughs> Doing some extra homework all of a sudden. Yeah, no, I'm just because I was sure I read something about a. Uh, hang on, 
Yeah, so it says here in the book, a Paul McCartney lookalike competition was announced. However, the winner's name was never announced because the lucky lookalike, William Campbell, they obviously know who he is now, had won the real prize. He was going to take over Paul's role in the Beatles. Yeah. Not convinced. Yeah, no. Not convinced. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But on the whole, conspiracy. By Charlotte Grieg, because there's lots of them out there. History's greatest plots, collusions, and cover-ups. Is it is it worth a read or is it a waste of time, Travis? Uh, it was interesting to read, but I, I didn't enjoy it. But Trav- Travis is saying it's a waste of time. I'm saying it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. There you are, ladies and gentlemen. The conspiracy. I quite enjoyed it, but. Uh, I mean, if, if, if what we've spoken about has obviously perched your interest and you're not dissuaded by the fact that I was like, eh, then sure, check it out. But that's for you to decide, not for me. But I'm not going to recommend it. There we go, there we go. So, moving onwards and upwards. I think you said, do you know what, Travis? I'm looking at the clock today and I think we've only got time for one more thing. Um, I, think yeah. we pushed the al- I think we pushed the album back to next week. Let's see. Um, let's see how we're doing by the end of this uh, thing. But yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think I think to do two things this week because I've enjoyed that conspiracy. I waffled on along at the start. You can now talk about um, Russell Brand. We can then do the book spinner because we now need a new book yep. because this oh, one yeah. that you've this one that you've just bagged as the shittest book that we've ever had recommended to the Travis Pepper podcast um, is finished. And I mean, technically, then- yes. <laughs> I, did, I, w- I would say that I enjoyed this more than um come on help me out here no 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 you're I great am with Pil- names I am Pilgrim because I did at least I finished this one whereas I didn't finish I am Pilgrim because it's little um, but then but then we can d- fuck you <laughs> <laughs> um but then we can do book spinner I've got a recommendation from the rag oh you do yeah, uh-huh. and um, then I've been recommended quite a few things this week, so I can. Pick so, right. I've to got some more books to add. Want. So what? We're finishing the book spinner before we add more books to it, right? I think so. I think that's the way to go because Mister okay. Tickle was like Mister Tickle was the second or third book ever recommended, and it's still, still sitting on the spin. To it. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it for Mister Tickle. Um, unless you cool. want to, unless you want to go rogue, and unless you want to put stuff on there. Well, I've we've we've got I've got some more recommendations that have come in to put on a book spinner. Um, I've got I've got nothing for books, but I've got I've got two documentaries that have been recommended and a film this week. That's crazy. Oh wow! Good feedback, good recommendations. Keep them coming, people, because we fucking love them. We do. Um, and then and then what we do is we get we we abuse them like we did this book. Exactly. It's shit. <sighs> Highlight um, of my life. So. Let's talk to me. So Russell Brand, The Messiah Complex. Now, this is a comedy sketch that has a splash of religious, would you say? No, this is just a comedy sketch. It's, it's got an ideological nuance to it. That is so. a very good way about describing it. I remember watching this and enjoying this. Um, I wanted to watch it again, but I didn't get time to. Right, and then do you know what I was thinking to myself? One of the only things I can remember is him talking about his cat's bottom. He talks about his cat's bum. Oh, that, 
<laughs> that was the worst part of that entire yeah, thing. That <laughs> <laughs> and that's it why just I goes off on a tangent. Like, yeah. Um, but what did you think, Trav? Hit me up. Cool. Well, this this documentary reminded me of why I like. It's not a documentary, is it? Sorry, this stand up. It reminds me yeah. of reminded me of why I like uh, Russell Brand. So I I like Russell Brand. I don't think he's got all of the best opinions. Um, I, I like a lot of his opinions, but what I like most about him is he he's acutely aware that he's a flawed human being, and he readily admits that. He, he yeah. aware's, he's so aware that he's all, not always right uh, and that he gets stuff wrong. And he talks about a load of the scenarios, you know, when he was, he, when he was younger and, and all the stuff that he got wrong. Um, mm. But he's, because he's aware of that, he questions a lot of things and he's an interested person. So he starts looking into lots of different things. And he had a YouTube series called The Trues. Um, which was basically he, he'd get a look at what's on the front page of all these newspapers and break down what's actually going on and why that's written there, uh, which is something that I like and I respect. And I know a couple of people uh, who I follow online that actually break stuff down in a kind of logical manner. Um, so I was quite impressed. And of course, I've seen all of his movies and he's uh, not all of his movies, but um, where he's just being a bit of a twat as well, which I also the Greek. Found. I love that um, film. He's in Forgetting then, Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's in that as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's is good. He, is, is, he from round, is he from round my way? I want to say he's an Essex lad. Is he an Essex lad? Might be. I to be honest, you're the one Brand that does... Born and, you're, the, you're the guy that um, finds out all of these facts anyway. Russell Brand. He was... Brand born. Yeah. He was the host of Big Brother as well. Oh, the spin-off. He was, bo- he was, bo- he was born in Greys, yeah, in Essex. Ah, Grays yeah, is, is a bit of a rough place, but uh, it's very close to me, actually. Well, yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. he became an actor and comedian, and uh, he's known for getting very, very addicted to drugs and recovering successfully from that. So, and sex. you know, he's huh? sex addict as and, well. Yeah, he was a sex addict big time, wasn't he? Um, yeah, so I've got, a lot, I've got a lot of respect for him, to be honest, and I'd love to, I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with him. Um, about something he would about definitely anything. be one of the people that I invited to a dinner party you know when you play that game yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like Russell Brand would be on that list I would yeah Russell Brand I'll put him on my list as well depends how many guests I'm allowed um, if, if we could have him as a guest on here that would be wicked I wouldn't have many guests on here but I'd love to have him on can you imagine that if we got Russell yeah. Brand exactly so yeah he he's yeah, so I, I like the guy and he, he mixes this comedy with this uh, this talk about um, uh, the Messiah complex. Um, uh, I don't I, he don't necessarily know why it was called the Messiah complex. I think it's because he he, he associated with four different figures and these were Gandhi, uh, Che Guevara, Malcolm X and Jesus. And he said, these, these are four people who are my heroes. And he went and talked about each of them separately. Mm-hmm. Um and again, what I liked about this is the fact that he um, he did it in a way that he didn't shy away from like their mis- their misdeeds as well. He quite openly explains like you know they got stuff wrong, their fuck ups, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then he kind of, he doesn't, he doesn't provide a conclusion to it, but he questions whether that takes away from any of the integrity of, you know, their actual message, what they were trying to do and stuff like that. For example, uh, you've got Gandhi denied medical treatment to his wife that he later accepted. Um, That's based on true. Yeah. 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 Um, so his wife died, didn't she? Cause he yeah, his wife died in prison. Cause he wouldn't accept the medical treatment, but when it came to him, he did, he took, he took the drugs. Yeah. That's mad, so, isn't it? Come so, on, Gandhi. Yeah, people people aren't people aren't always the saints. And he, he talks he talks a bit like from the conspiracy theory point of view, um uh like about Diana uh and how this kind of explains how um death what was the quote? Death is the is kind of like a clean clean slate. It kind of uh, it, it it can whitewash it can wash away the misdeeds and you know it can reframe you entirely and how like Diana was this like everyone's the the male were um, you know showcasing her as this harlot at the time uh, but then they died and then suddenly she's become England's rose and stuff like that and um, mm-hmm. would would any of these people uh, kind of be where they were if they weren't martyrs if they hadn't died they weren't dead what they were yeah which is quite interesting but yeah he talks about them and readily admits their flaws like malcolm x grew up um and we do connections to drug dealers and stuff like that and extremism um and he talks about the story when uh malcolm x goes to get some uh to bail some people out from prison and there's a riot about to happen outside of the police uh compound and Malcolm mm-hmm. X comes out and everyone's there like basically waiting for the signal. It's like, do we riot or not? And he just kind of puts his hand up calmly and the to whole say, thing disperses, no. which yeah. is where, where, where the, the phrase from the, um, the quote from the, the police with the whole, um, uh, that's too much power for one man to have, uh, came from as well. Um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. I really, really liked it because it wasn't just like a straight up comedy. So even if you're, but he 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 treats it like a good great conversation because he's like telling you something really really interesting and as soon as it gets to the point where everything's getting a bit like heavy and a bit intense he kind of loosens it up a bit with uh, makes a joke yeah an anecdote where um um he's talking about a rolling stone interview at one point and he, this reminded me of you this quote uh, that i've written down here I've actually never, i've never had a rolling stone interview well Basically, he got answered. He got asked this question. It's like, what advice? What advice would you give to young pop stars? And basically, what he's <laughs> what he's doing is he he talks about how the Daily Mail took what he said, spun yes. it, and it made yes, it hit out. Yes, I remember. And um, it, it, as soon as he was started saying the Daily Mail is shit, I was kind of like, I'm I'm more and more on this guy's side. And he um, he said when he was in the interview, he was like, this is obviously a good question. And so he was like, he said, I went inside of my brain, which has never really been my ally. <laughs> <laughs> to which I wrote this down and I was just like, Luke will appreciate this. Uh, this, this. I did some um, thinking, which doesn't always help. Yeah. And I'm going to pick the first thing that comes out of my brain. And basically he said, uh, um, I'll get him hooked on heroin early um, because it will weed out all the weak ones because it's the hardest drug. Um, 
Uh, no, uh, they should all do heroin because all the all the musicians I like did heroin, so therefore they should yeah, do it as okay. well. So the Daily yeah, Mail yeah. obviously spun this, and then he he was like, "Yes, of course." Like, he's like, maybe he was joking. Oh, Russell Brand, a comedian. Mm, not sure that he would be joking about that. Russell Brand, a recovered heroin addict. Joking? No, definitely not. No, he's being deadly serious that everyone should get addicted to heroin. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. So yeah, he's he's funny. I like I like Russell Brand as well. So he talk he talks about a story I can remember where he's like standing on top of a, a truck or something, van. and he gets his he gets his cock out. Can yeah. you remember why he does that? I, I can remember that bit being quite. Basically, funny. he was saying he was saying that he was going through this crowd. He, he liked turning up to riots and stuff like that. He liked supporting things he believes in, um, which I respect. But again, he's a flawed human being, so he turns up at this riot and he's thinking, "I'm not the center of attention. I feel like I should be the center of attention." So he climbs up on this police van and he takes his top off and everyone's like, yeah, stranger. Whoa, yeah, 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 stick it. <laughs> and then he decides to drop his trousers again as well. And then everyone's like, whoa, yeah, 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 that's great. And then the final thing he does is he, uh, he, um, he takes his pants off and starts waving them around his head. And uh, every, that's, what that, that's where the audience kind of goes, uh, well, the rioters kind of go, eh. <laughs> And then he explains, he explains to the audience, you know, not many many people know this but the male genitalia is quite a versatile piece of equipment and it can change sizes um and it can fluctuate in size quite often and it was a very very cold day in soho um and so what is it he said he said my pubes looked like they had a bold patch <laughs> <laughs> And so, and so basically uh, he, he ended up trying to fix it, was basically jacking off in public and it's on his, he's got a <laughs> criminal record because of that. So Yeah, that's a fantastic bit. Because that's kind of one thing that I found good about the stand-up is that usually, you know, comedians get on stage and they tell jokes and that's the stand-up. But he kind of really has spun a clever story about how these influential people in his life... um <laughs> and yeah. he makes a funny anecdote every time of how he is like that person in a sense or why he relates yeah, to that person. Yeah, because the and thing's the that, Messiah it's, that's what, Sorry, it just makes it clever. Do you know what I mean? It's not just yeah. funny. There's some quite clever bits in there, but sorry, go on. No, I was saying that's why it's called the Messiah Complex because obviously it's it's this... Uh, the Messiah Complex is this like mental illness where you've... Um, you basically think that you're the second coming of Christ and uh uh yeah he's just he just kind of the reason why i've selected these four heroes is because i think i'm a little bit like them um and yeah not not giving too much away about his actual jokes and stuff but the, the, he after each one he does ends up talking about their ideology and then goes CDJ, into a bit of comedy let's go and then he goes back what, what are you playing sorry <laughs> are you just watching videos <laughs> Are you just watching videos whilst we do this I podcast? Watching, I was watching something else. I'm so, oh I'm my god. I'm sorry. I forgot you get the sound come through. Um, carry on. You were you, saying. You just turned up the porn and forgot that your headphones weren't plugged in. That's This is what you've no. done right now. 
No, no. Do you know what it was? I'll tell you what it was. I was trying to think. Oh my god, we're going to have to do the recommendations in a minute, and I wanted to remember what people had recommended me. So I went to look because one of them is Netflix, uh, and then okay. Netflix started playing. But please finish uh, okay. what you were saying because it's funny. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, but also fact about that he reels off quite early in the show, which I thought mm-hmm. was shocking. Um, in in Jerusalem, there's a hospital in Jerusalem that has a ward dedicated yes, to messiah complex sufferers and i i i watched i was watching the show and i made a note of that because i and then basically he said exactly what i was thinking which is that's not that that's not fair just putting a load of people that all think they're jesus <laughs> in one place <laughs> just in the same like, room. <laughs> yeah they're just they're just they're just like i am jesus no i am jesus no i am jesus uh yeah i don't know <laughs> I know, I'm guessing it's like a proper mental illness and we shouldn't be joking about it, but just like imagining, yeah, just imagining all those people who all think Thank they're Jesus. They're Jesus. What was but the cat's bum? Imagine if one. Um, to be honest, I don't, I know he made the joke. He made a joke about cat's bum as well. I can remember that being quite a funny but awkward moment. Um, yeah, he was talking about like cats presenting themselves. One of the things he said... <laughs> themselves <laughs> they just walk around with their tail up and like that's the only thing you see <laughs> but but uh, he does do a, he does do a callback <laughs> about which which i i kind of agree with it's like um he talks he talks about like when uh someone asked darwin if there was a religious person and he was like darwin said oh the world is so uh vast or is it einstein one of the two it's like i believe that there is more than we can explain um, or something along those lines. I think it and might be basic- Einstein. And basically you're limited, to your, you're limited to your senses. And then he points out like, my cat doesn't know that there's an internet. That doesn't mean the internet doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, oh yeah, that's a good point. Never thought of it that way. But yeah. yeah. The, and I'll say the, the other takeaway that I get from... Russell Brand, he's very eloquent. He's got quite a way with words and he has he quite very a rich vocabulary. And mm. um, he talks about the destruction of words because he goes into like corporation brands. Um, like he, mm-hmm. um, he's in, in, yeah, he's got this necklace uh, in the poster and it's got like the Christianity symbol, uh, Hinduism symbol, the swastika, like the McDonald's yeah. logo, all like talking about, you know, corporation and organized fascism and stuff like that and um one of the ones he shows is an advert from dr pepper and he says um it's a uh, dr pepper unbelievably satisfying and he was like what what an abuse of the english language i don't think anyone's like opened a dr pepper and gone that was unbelievably satisfying like, <laughs> it's bullshit and then he goes on this little ramble and he's like Oh, do you remember that moment when you first laid eyes upon her on the beach? And from that moment that you knew that you were in love, every single part of her uh, just resonated with you and you seemed to be connected on a spiritual level. What was that? 
oh, I guess, yeah, I guess I'd describe that as unbelievably satisfying. Yeah, that was uh, that. Or like, you know, yeah, you just had the greatest evening ever with your, with, uh, with, um, friends who all turned up to surprise you. You had the like 10 course meal of the best food in the world. And the chef came out and just kissed you and she was really hot as well. You know, how would you describe that? Oh, I'd say that was unbelievably satisfying, but fucking Dr. Pepper. <laughs> 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 unbelievably satisfying and i was he, he did this and i was like i completely agree i completely yeah, agree because that's why I mean, it's clever yeah and i thing is i'm a, i i don't like that i do it but i overuse words so um i've cut i cut down on <laughs> i cut down on compliments once uh which is more like I, I found that i had friends that were complimenting things and so much and people so much that it kind of took away from the how genuine those compliments were. And so I had friends okay, that would you. just be like, they just see someone who, who goes to the gym and just be like, Whoa, you have the body of a Greek God. You're amazing. And I'll be like, yeah, they look good today sort of thing. But then like, if they told me that they got a, a new personal best, I'll be like, awesome. All right. Well done, mate. You're trying really hard. That's great. So I mm. I've cut down on my compliments to make them more genuine when they actually give them out. But one thing I do do is, um, I overuse words because I call things awesome that really are not inspiring or in me. <laughs> like it's just like, oh, we got a meeting. Oh, me meeting's been pushed back to three. Ah, oh, awesome, cool. It's not awesome. <laughs> That's convenient is probably the correct yeah. word for that. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, he talks about that, and I, and that that resonates with me as well. But yeah, I love I loved it. I loved it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And things yeah, I don't cool. think I don't feel like you need to agree with the guy as well because i know he's marmite for a lot of people and so people mm. are like oh i can't stand him but yeah i feel like he's he's one of those guys that are just different difficult to listen to and he talks about so, that as well we would say today conspiracy don't read it but yeah. messiah complex watch it that's the yeah that's what i'd say the summary of today that's cool man i'm glad you enjoyed it i thought it was something different i think we can we've not done any comedy before I think yeah. that it's cool that we've done something that's comedy and that yeah. is like quite topical as well. It's well worth a watch from a side complex with Russell yeah. Brand. And um, where is it? Where can you get it? Can you get it on Netflix? Uh, yes, you can get it on Netflix, it on Netflix if you're in the UK. Ah, uh, okay. One of those classic ones. So all our UK listeners. Yeah, I don't know it. if it's on the others, but it's not on the German one. So the German. Uh, no. Um, recommendation time. Should we get these done? Yeah, so next week we've got um, Biffy Claro's uh, latest album, uh, Celebration of Endings, to do. So Happy we've got ending, that to yeah. go back to. So that's going to be we, one of the ones for next week. We've got some... Yeah. We'd also, uh, we've also got The Rag. So I was chatting to The Rag this week. And Fantastic. he... Um, I said, yo, brother, I need your next recommendation for Monday, please. He said, Oi, yes, one second. I'm going to mix it up a tad because I don't think you guys have had any albums with girl singers. I said, interesting. To which he That's replied, correct. He replied, it's an album called Permanent, Permanent Hermit by Ruby Fields. It's a short but sweet album. And I said, I said Ooh. to him, I don't, I don't think we have to be fair. Cause I was talking about the woman singers. He was like, um, I like it, but I'm not sure it's going to win your hearts over, but fuck it. It's I, something different. I like that. 
I like that. Stick to your, stick to your guns. Nice one, mate. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So he stuck to his guns. I said, I like the way you're taking risks. He said, it's my middle name. To which I replied, that's cool. So he's not that's called cool, Rag, man. he's called Rag. The random Australian. Risk guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Rag, the random Australian risk Rog. guy. Um, but it is another Australian band. So he's given us another Australian band. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a solo, so, just solo artist. Uh, he said band in his message. But yeah, Ruby Fields, Permanent Hermit is the next album. So next week we will do um, Biffy so, Clyro, what's it called? Uh, Wonderful Happy Ending. Uh, oh, I genuinely can't. Why do I get so confused with some? And I've Sco- reviewed it this Sco- week. confused. Uh, a celebration, uh, a celebration of, endings. of endings. And then we'll have Permanent Hermit. So what do you want? Would you like a documentary? Would you like a film? I've got two documentaries and a film. I will go I'll tell for you what, I'll tell you documentary. what, pick, pick, pick. Are you going documentary? Okay. So that's what I was going to look. So then do you want... Flip a coin. Do you want sports or technology? I would, I would probably enjoy technology more. Okay. That's fine. We're going to do both at some point because I want to do both. Yeah. But, um, um, you're probably going to hear the sound again. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> But what? it it is called it is called it is on, it is on Netflix and it was recommended. Oh fucking! Hell, I've picked. I've I've ended up on Zac Efron. Fuck off, Zac Efron. <laughs> I like Zac um, Efron. So it doesn't give me much. Um, it is called the social di- the social dilemma. And um, it says this documentary drama hybrid explores the dangerous human impact of social networking with tech experts sounding the alarm on their own creations. So the so- the, so- the social dilemma documentary, I um, I choose it, you. Yeah, sorry. I I believe it's about um, how we're giving all this data to these big tech companies and actually what they can do with that data and how we are kind of fucking ourselves by how much we're monitored. But yeah, so it's called The Social yeah. Dilemma. Um, ah. And, and then, so we'll have The Social Dilemma next week. We will have Ruby Fields' album. We will have Biffy Clara album. And then we will spin book we the book spinner. Yeah so that we can get a book started. Do you know what the beautiful thing about the book spinner is at the moment for me is I've actually read the other two books. Oh, so we've got three Fantastic. books. Fantastic. One of which is Mr. Left. Tickle. Mr. Tickle, <laughs> Legacy, and Shoe Dog are the three books that are on our random spinner. The book spinner. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Oh, hang on. Oh, we've still got Conspiracy on there. Oh, shit, Luke. You should have been prepared. Oh. Oh, Luke. Hang on, this okay. is fairly this is fairly intuitive. This app. So we are uh-huh. down to Legacy Shoe Dog, Mister Tickle, Spinner is off. Spinning, 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 Mr. Tickle lives on. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Tickle is down to the final two. Shoe Dog is a book. I've read it. 
um, about Phil Knight, who is the founder of Nike. Nike. And it talks about his 15-year journey into starting Nike and uh, getting it off the ground. It's a fantastic story. So, Sick. Shoe Dog on the Burn, The Social Dilemma, and the two albums. Bosh. Bosh. Wow, this is, this is good. This is good. We've, we've got it all going already. Well, right. Bye then. Loved it, mate. I've really enjoyed this week. Um, yeah. I'm glad that oh. you enjoyed Muscle Brand. I did. Yeah. I had a great time. So I had a great time it, talking about Russell Brand. A uh, great time listening to you talk about your poo and a lovely discussion about conspiracy theories. It's basically all I want from a Monday night. So um, exactly. hopefully this will go down well for everybody's uh, Wednesday this week. So Bye, mate. Take yeah. it easy. Enjoy yourself. Thanks I'll for listening, you everyone. Week. Love you. <sighs> Love you. Bye. 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 It's the Travis Pepper Show. Thanks for listening, guys. If you had as much fun listening as we did prating about on record, then tune in next week where we'll do it all again. But between now and then, you can follow us on Instagram by searching Mentoring a Moron. So good luck trying to get that out of your search history.